So a single engine plane flying into Chicago, O'Hare uh, International Airport, uh, all of a sudden says, uh, yeah, Tower, this is uh, Boutique Airlines. We're coming in from Ironwood. Uh, we're going to need to land by minus a tire. Yeah, we had a tire fall off. Yeah, I don't know. It's a neighborhood underneath us back there a little while. Uh, all of a sudden, our tire fell off. And I don't know if it hit anything down there or not, but we're going to go ahead and need to land without our tire. And they made it. Five passengers, two crew members on board. And uh, they landed. Sparks flying. Everything's fine, but everybody has survived. And the tire didn't hit anything. <laughs> I know. It landed between two houses incredible i just i I mean i live close to an airport a flight path i drive uh in and out of uh mercury studios underneath a main flight path of dfw international i mean one of the busiest airports in the world let alone the country and planes are flying everywhere i think about it once in a while i think more of plane crashes than actually parts falling off a plane but if you were just, say, you know, sitting on your back porch all of a sudden, I mean, it's not like those tires, even for a single-engine plane. I mean, a tire falling from the sky into your backyard <laughs> would do a little bit of damage, knock down a fence or something, right? I mean, if it just landed between two houses and nobody was hit and it was just a, hey... What the heck happened between your houses there? What's going on next door? I don't know. Let's go find out. What does that tire belong to? (laughs) I mean, somebody's got to... We got to do a little investigation, right? The NTSB has got to say, dude, maybe we make sure the tire is hooked up a little bit before we take off. Uh, It's just an idea. It's just an idea. Make sure we double check and make sure the lug nuts are tight. That'd be nice. So now I got something else to worry about. Not only do I have to think about planes crashing, but now I got to think about parts flying off of airplanes. Holy cow. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so what would you do to get the coronavirus vaccine? Anything? Anything extra? Anything at all? I mean, I find it hard to believe that people are going out of their way to get the vaccine. It's coming. It's it's coming. They're already giving people the vaccine. But, like we have this guy, a, well, I must call him a CEO of a large Canadian casino company, but former a CEO since he has now quit. (laughs) He quit because he and his actor wife have been fined for chartering a private plane to a remote community near Alaska and receiving the coronavirus vaccines meant for vulnerable indigenous residents. I know. I know. Right? So apparently, according to officials, Rodney and his wife, Rodney Baker and his wife, Eckertina, traveled by charter plane to Beaver Creek. It's a community of 100 in Canada's Yukon Territory where a mobile team was administering the Moderna vaccine to residents. 
Now, among those slated for the vaccine were elderly members of the White River First Nation. Now, it doesn't say whether anyone from the White River First Nation was denied a vaccine because of Rodney and Ecartina, but I digress. At the mobile clinic, the Bakers claimed to be workers at a local motel and then got the vaccine. After the couple asked for a ride to the airport and the hotel confirmed they weren't employee staff, the mobile clinic called enforcement officers. After receiving a tip, they searched for the couple at their quarantine location. They had already left. They were discovered at the airport, preparing to fly back to Vancouver. They're both fined for breaking public health rules in Canada's Yukon Territory. (laughs) Effectively, according to the Yukon Community Services Minister, John Stryker, what they did, they put our community and our isolation team at risk. I'm pretty angry at the whole thing. And you should be, John. And you should be. White River First Nation had been selected to receive vaccines uh, because of its high-risk elderly population. Again, it doesn't say whether anyone was denied this or not. It just says they got the vaccine when it was supposed to go to these White River First Nation, but it doesn't say that anybody was denied. So they were charged under the Civil Emergency Measures Act. Maximum fine, 392 bucks, plus a surcharge, maybe six months in jail or both. No way. They'll pay a fine and get off. However, uh, people are pissed. <laughs> and they think the fine and or six months in jail is uh, too lenient. So they may use them as a as guinea pigs to say don't be doing this okay he was the head of the great canadian gaming corporation wow runs racetracks and casinos across the country wow he's i mean that's a good gig and now he's out of it just for taking his wife to get the vaccine good luck i mean i don't understand sneaking in line just to get the vaccine. I mean, it's coming. I could understand, let's say, if you were sneaking in line to get, I don't know, ice cream. Say from brookersicecream.com. Let's say you were sneaking in line to go to Brooker's Ice Cream uh, and get uh, Brooker's Founding Flavors uh, ice cream. I can see that. I can see sneaking into line to get that, not the vaccine. If you go to Brooker's Ice Cream dot com you're going to see representations of ice cream that looks tremendous let me be the one to tell you and i am qualified to tell you i am an ice cream eating professional that it is as good or better than it looks on their website it is incredible ice cream brooker's ice cream Dot com and now you don't have to cut in line <laughs> i know i'm sure you can they've got stores you can go to whatever go there and see their little founding fathers outfits look at them and say hey you're cute give me the ice cream or you go to brookersicecream.com you click on the ship nationwide button 
you order your ice cream. You pick what day you want it delivered on. (laughs) And then it shows up at your house. I know. Amazing, right? Yes. Yes. America is a wonderful, wonderful place. At least as far as ice cream is concerned. Every flavor is themed around founding fathers and founding mothers. From Franklin's Black Raspberry Republic, if you can keep it, to Patrick Henry's Give Me Chocolate or Give Me Death, you're going to be spooning into some super premium quality flavor. I'm telling you. Or you can get uh, the Marie Antoinette lets them eat red velvet cake. I know that'd be perfect for Valentine's Day. Brookersicecream.com. Brookersicecream.com. Click on the Ship Nationwide button, order your ice cream, and you'll be saying, oh my gosh, Jeff Fisher was right. He is a professional ice cream judge, and he said that Brooker's Founding Flavors was some of the best ice cream in the world. He's right. Brookersicecream.com. Click on that Ship Nationwide button, order your ice cream, Pick what day you want it delivered on and be prepared to enjoy ice cream like you've never done before. Okay, so now they're saying that our animals, cats and dogs, need to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Wait, what? Oh yes, amid the threat of continued evolution of the virus in animals. Yeah, um... Vaccination of some domesticated animal species might be necessary to curb the spread of the infection. So we're going to have to give up our... People are cutting in line for the vaccination and now they're going to be bringing their pets too. I don't know if they're saying that we should be giving them our vaccine or if we should develop a separate vaccine for pets. Now they'll probably say, well, we're not talking about our vaccine, Jeff. We're talking about a separate vaccine for pets. Oh, Okay, because uh, as far as I know, there have been no cases of humans contacting COVID-19 from a dog or a cat. So are we just, we're just taking it, taking a guess. You know, sometime it's going to happen. Some dingleberry is going to kiss their cat and get COVID-19. What about protecting the animal from the human? Right? The human gets COVID and gives it to the animal. I don't know that I don't know that we know of any of those cases actually happening, but it could. It's possible. So be careful. Maybe you could talk to your company that you're working for into giving you time off to get the vaccine for you and Fluffy. Now you know you want Fluffy to get vaccinated. I mean companies are already starting to offer employees paid time off to get the vaccine it doesn't take that long i mean if you make the list it's only a short period of time during one day for you to get the shot okay two if you get the double shot right you have to go back but i know that i know the big story that i read earlier today was about olive garden uh saying that they were going to offer hourly employees time off to get the you know paid time off to get the covid vaccine and 
they say, and I think this is just a precursor for them to say, ooh, man, we'd love to have you working for us, but uh, you didn't want to get the vaccine? Yeah, no, have a nice day. Okay, because they say the vaccine isn't going to be required, but we are strongly encouraging our workers to get vaccinated. Uh Uh-huh. So... I really should say the vaccine is not going to be required now, but (laughs) uh, it's going to happen in the future. So you might as well, if you want to work for us, you might as well get the vaccine. Pretty sure that's going to be happening. Uh, You can count on that with a bunch of companies. It's just amazing that that's going to happen. And really, I hadn't planned on getting into COVID really, but we realize we're over a hundred million cases worldwide now it's just amazing right i mean the usa is still considered number one with 26 million 37,715 total cases india is number two india a billion three almost a billion four people number two maybe i believe that maybe i mean uh, maybe i think our testing may be better so you know they may be ranked number one but The country with 1,439,323,776 people is ranked 83rd in the world with 89,272 cases. China. Uh, No, I do not believe that for a second. For a second. And according to this, they have... 75 new cases with no new deaths. So they have 4,636 deaths total. The U.S. has 436,351 deaths. Brazil has 219,203 deaths. India has 153,821 deaths. Mexico has 152,000. Wow. And you're telling me China has 4,000? New. No. No, 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 my friends. I do not believe that for one second. So, my man, Harvey Weinstein, back in uh, the news again. Uh, the court has agreed to $17 million in a payout for accusers. Weinstein, Harvey's 68. Man, he's he was convicted, I don't know, last year, right? 23 years for rape and sexual assault. I am told or I read he's not doing well in jail. So, I mean, he is, I believe the quote I saw was unwell, which is you don't necessarily want to have that as a human being. How are they doing? Unwell. That's never good. Never never unwell is never good so uh <laughs> so anyway the judge uh okayed a uh a deal a settlement for 17 million so the ba- the payout for his victims will come from the liquidation of the Weinstein company which filed for bankruptcy in 2018 and the judge said uh look I'm overruling the objection from some accusers because uh, I know they're looking to pursue appeals outside of the bankruptcy court, right? But they, the judge was like, "Mm, it gets minimal. 
minimal of any recovery. So we're going to do this deal for you. Okay. Okay. So the judge said that 83% of sexual misconduct claimants in the bankruptcy have expressed loudly that they want closure through acceptance of this plan. 83%. Let's make this deal. Let's go. They do not seek to have to go through any further litigation in order to receive some recovery, some possible recompense, although it's clear the money will never give them that. Yeah, we got it, Judge. Thank you. So the $17 million fund will be divided among 50 claimants with most of the serious allegations resulting in payouts of 500000 or more. Boy, that doesn't sound like an awful lot, though, does it? $17 million sounds pretty good. Five hundred grand, eee. Sounds like uh, you should hold out for more. But uh, <laughs> 39 of the 47 were in favor of the settlement. Wow. Eight opposed to it. So those eight will have the option to forego the payout under the plan if they want to continue pursuing claims. I don't know. Man, that's a that's a tough line to walk, man. Take the 500 grand or a little bit more, whatever you get, or go for more, and good luck, God bless, getting anything out of that because times are getting tough as far as Weinstein because there ain't no money coming in. The place shut down four years ago, okay? <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know who's making any money from the weinstein company anymore or if it doesn't exist or if they've got if bob's got some kind of shell company making some cash but he's out of it too the directors and the officers who include the brother received releases that absolve them from any potential liability for enabling his conduct so they're in the clean nice nice so weinstein company sold its assets to lantern entertainment which became Spyglass Media Group for $289 million. So there's a little bit of cash right there. Insurers contributed $35 million under the liquidation plan, which also provides $9.7 million to the former officers and directors of the Weinstein Company, allowing them to pay a portion of their legal bills over the past several years. Interesting. So there's got to be a little bit of cash somewhere. I don't know. You might want to hold out. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to hold out for a little bit more. It just, it, you know, I don't know. Uh, 500 grand? You know, I, shoot, do I want 500,000 right now? You betcha. I would sign just about anything for 500 grand right now. As a matter of fact, I don't know what I wouldn't do for 500,000 right now. You'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to make a list of things for me to do and i'd have to tell you maybe maybe i wouldn't do them but there isn't much i wouldn't do for five hundred thousand right now but my point is it just seems like wow after you went all through that and you accused him and you went through all that with harvey i mean maybe you just take the 500 grand some of these never did anything except come out of the woodwork after a few showed up to complain so they're just hopping on the bandwagon so you take your 500 grand and you get out you know what i've changed my mind take your 500 grand and have a nice day and let harvey be unwell in prison by himself okay he's gonna die soon i mean 
you know it as well as I do, right? I don't want it to happen. I'm not wishing for it to happen, but you know it's going to happen. It just is. It just is. Don't look at me like that. The guy's 68, okay? And he is being closely monitored and being described as unwell. It's never good. You you can quote me on that, okay? Being described as unwell is never good. All right, let's go to the break room. I need to get a drink of something ice cold. That is for sure. Oh, my gosh. So good. So yesterday, we talked about Twitter unveiling their Birdwatch program, which is a community-driven approach to misleading information. And then we find out that uh, MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell, permanently suspended from Twitter. And we find out that he's permanently suspended from Twitter from a new, which we have talked about before, these companies and their company policies. Ah, it's company policy. Sorry, it's, it's what it is. It's company policy. I wish I could do something for you. But I can. It's company policy. And so Twitter announced a new civic integrity policy. Now, it's for the purpose of manipulating or interfering in elections or other civic processes. You cannot do that. Okay? If that's a violation of another company policy, we even named it the civic integrity policy. Okay? And if you violate that, gone have a nice day so it's just another it's just another company policy from twitter that you might violate someday and if you do have a nice day i mean if someone from the birdwatch community <sighs> highlights you and then they realize that maybe you've i don't know breached the civic integrity policy you could be gone have a nice day You are permanently suspended, my friend. And no one, no one wants that to happen. At least here on Chewing the Fat. If you're listening to this program right now, this this podcast, this show, this broadcast, um, and you're not a subscriber to this program, show, podcast, (laughs) you need to become one, okay? All right, then. So... Here's what you need to do. You need to, the platform that you're listening on right now, do you enjoy it? Or do you think, oh, you know, I'd rather use iTunes or iHeartRadio or Stitcher or Spotify. Okay. And maybe those are one of the ones you're using. If that's the case, then just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. It's easy. And then you're a subscriber. You're not just a freeloader. You're a freeloading subscriber. And then you're okay. Everybody hates freeloaders. Everybody likes freeloading subscribers. So become a freeloading subscriber and not a freeloader. Don't be the person that everyone hates. Be the person that people like. (laughs) Okay. All right. There you go. It's not hard. Nobody wants to be the person that everybody hates. Everybody wants to be the person that somebody likes. Right? 
Right. Okay. So, subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then, if you haven't been banned by a company policy that's been created just to ban you on social media, you can follow me on social media. Uh, Twitter is at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And uh, a a company that, uh, you know, broke company policy for multiple companies, Parler, if they come back up, it's Jeff Fisher Radio. I mean, that's an amazing story, but I don't want to get into all the company policies they broke. Whoa, it is out of control, man. They were, they were letting people post whatever they wanted. I know, I know. You want to talk about out of control. That's what they were. So they had to be stopped. Right? Right? Yeah, of course, you know I'm right. So, you know, we all are struggling with pain. We're all struggling with, you know, pandemic. I don't know what you'd call it. Depression now pandemic 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 stagnation now pandemic paralysis that's what we're suffering with pandemic paralysis you know what you can quote me on that yes we are suffering from pandemic paralysis and one of the things that I think could help is a snake massage I know I think this should be her new ad from uh, Serpentessa. Uh, She should have a new ad. Uh, Beat pandemic paralysis. Get a snake massage. (laughs) So this lady for 29 years or so said that she was working as a belly dancer. Duh. And a childhood friend of her husband's gave her a boa constrictor. And who doesn't give snakes for gifts, really? And she named it Sophia. Of course, a tribute to the Greek goddess of wisdom. Now, Sophia was bred in captivity and used to being handled by humans. So the learning curve of getting acquainted with one another was more on my end than hers. But little by little, they began to establish a friendship and while what's her name again Serpentessa (laughs) I love the story her name is Serpentessa not her real name really Uh, she claims to be a snake priestess okay these are healing massages okay now she knows she's not a massage therapist so she makes sure she gets gets that out of the way right away I'm not I'm not a licensed massage therapist don't start thinking. Don't start thinking I'm breaking any kind of rules. Now, she's had so many private sessions and coaching groups and events. I mean, probably more than 20,000 people have had a live snake encounter. And snake medicine and integrating snakes into wellness activities is, well, it really is nothing new. Um, people have long held snakes as a symbol of healing and renewal. I know. That's what I've been saying. 
That's why I'm saying you can defeat pandemic paralysis by getting a snake massage from the snake priestess, Serpentessa. Not her real name. You get that done. All right. All right. Now, she's opened herself up to healing and the healing process. The connection between her and Sophia. Wow. Um, I like to refer to as Hispers. I know. She gets, uh, you know, she feels the snake and she knows what kind of what kind of thing the snake is thinking. So she got these messages, <laughs> these messages from the snake, uh, these hispers, and so she knows. She knows the snake is not a tool or a prop, okay? And she doesn't manipulate it in any way, okay? <laughs> All right. And no one has ever been bitten or hurt during one of her sessions, so you can believe her. She's the... High priestess. No, she's not the high priestess. She's the snake priestess that goes by Serpentessa. Not her real name. So, she introduced... So, she does meet and greets with these events and she has kids and adults show up. and Man, she came up with snake sanctuaries and she began offering these snake massages. Man, do I want a snake massage right now. A session, a private session, one-on-one, 75 minutes. Uh, man, do I want that. <laughs> and do I want that. At the end of the sessions, get this. She's going to give me snake skin that's been shed at the time of the snake crawling all over me and massaging me. And it only costs... $297. Now, it's a little more expensive for group snake encounters, and it's so much more expensive she doesn't mention it here. <laughs> so it's 300 bucks for 75 minutes for you and me by ourselves. But if it's as a group, maybe we get a discount. Maybe she gives us, maybe, maybe that's why she doesn't mention it, because it's a lot cheaper. Right. So you get to have the snake... Freely roam your body in a contained experiences and it forces you to be present in the moment. And man, it provides much needed release. And it just will help you help you get rid of the pandemic paralysis that we uh, all live in right now. So if you have experienced uh, snake massages before and it has helped, email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I want to know. I want to know. Now, the Serpentessa is 65 years old now and currently has 10 boa constrictors. And she says that, uh, you know, it's a big undertaking and she's got an entire room dedicated to them. She keeps them all separate. There's no serious snake business going on. I don't allow them to cohabitate, take care of any boa constrictor business. Because she said it's too hard to find homes for their offspring. Wait, what? Hey, want a boa constrictor? No, I'm good. Thanks, though. You can start a new business. Snake massages. 
That's actually might not be a bad idea, except it's a bad idea now because, I mean, really nobody's letting you into their home. Are they? they eat every two to three weeks. Uh, when they're young, you feed them live mice. But when they're grown, eh, who cares? They don't have to be live. You just give them frozen roots. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's been two weeks here's a frozen rat get out of here have a nice day okay <laughs> so she's with now and she can't do it now this is what this is about she's she's suffering from pandemic paralysis too she's probably fine though because she's letting the boas you know crawl all over but she hasn't been able to give her experience out and you're not getting a, a virtual snake you can get virtual anything you want, but she's not giving out virtual snake massages. I mean, we have we have strippers going on virtual dates, right, with people. We have stri- strippers and, and hookers going on virtual dates, getting going on Zoom dates because they can't. Uh, you can't go out and pay for sex on the street during the pandemic, so you bring them in on a Zoom call. But she's not offering zoom snake massages that's a mistake that's a mistake but you know look i'm not a i'm not a snake expert not a boa constrictor massage therapist and i most definitely am not a snake priestess but that goes by the name uh serpentessa not her real name so most definitely am not that so we talked about uh, Phil Collins and his ex-wife who then moved into his house and wouldn't leave in Miami and then tried to say that he had uh, body odor and he couldn't take care of himself. And the judge said, no, 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 that's all bull crap. Take that away. We're not, we're going to throw that in the case. Uh, you have until I think it was the first of the year to get out and she's out now. So Phil's finally... <laughs> Finally got his place in Miami back to being empty again. And, uh, you know, I guess I guess it's sold or he has it up for sale. It's, you know, it's a $40 million piece of property. And, uh, you know, she wouldn't leave. Her and her boyfriend, they wouldn't leave. <laughs> and they still have litigation going on because she still wants more money from Phil. I mean, th- she is unbelievable. Phil has been uh, financing her life for quite some time. I mean, it makes you want to marry Phil. I'll tell you that. I'll marry him. I'll pull that, push that wheelchair around, hand him his little drumsticks and everything for. Now, there's something again. Like I said, there's much I wouldn't do for five hundred thousand. You get a lot more than five hundred thousand doing that for Phil Collins. This lady's married to him twice. And she's been living in his $40 million house, wouldn't leave, taking a bunch of money one other time. And now she wants more money from him. Man, that's it's just bad. It's just bad. I feel, I feel sorry for him. But, you know, then again, if he was going to marry me, then I wouldn't feel sorry for him. I see where we talked about uh, Sylvester Stallone not long ago selling all his watches. Remember, we were thinking, I was, I was thinking, what kind? Has he fallen on hard times? What's going on? And so now he's selling his Los Angeles mansion. I know. 130 million bucks. 
uh this is los la mansion for sale remember he bought the place he just bought a new place down in florida for 35.4 million now uh that is a big difference uh 130 million and that the taxes in california have got to be outrageous and i know you know he lives in the same neighborhood as denzel justin and haley eddie rod magic mark marky mark (laughs) that's a good neighborhood right there denzel washington justin and haley bieber eddie murphy rod stewart magic johnson mark Wahlberg. that's a good neighborhood there's some fine pieces of property in that neighborhood and slice was 130 million and he's out have a nice day i'm moving to florida I bought a one and a half acre piece of property in Florida, 250 foot private waterfront, and I'm moving to South Florida. Have a nice day. I'm not paying California taxes anymore. I mean, maybe that's what he's doing. He's just liquidating and he's tired of paying West Coast taxes and we're moving to Florida. Okay. And he'll settle for somebody will give him, what do you say? We'll get news within the next three weeks. Sly's house sells for $125 million. Maybe $120. But he's going to take it. Somebody's going to offer him $120. He's going to go, let's just sell it. I want it out, I want it out of my hair. I'm going to Florida. Have a nice day. Guaranteed. That's a chewing the fat prediction. Put it in the bank. If there's a bank for chewing the fat predictions. Billie Eilish. I don't know whether to think she's extra smart or just dumb or just not knowing I I don't know I don't know what to think she admitted that she paid $35 for a box of cereal saying she doesn't know how much things cost you know I kind of get it right she's 19 now and she's lived in an amazing bubble for a long time you know at least a couple years they say she's worth like 50 some million already wow i mean she's (laughs) that's amazing right so she's been homeschooled she shot to fame a few years ago right so for the last three or four years she's been huge and uh, she really hasn't had to do anything for herself and uh, she grew up with no money she doesn't know what things cost she's never had to have been you know someone responsible for things like that so i mean i, I guess i, I got on, i'm on her side i'm on her. of course she didn't know how much a box of cereal would cost and now for the last couple of years she asked for something and it's there right she doesn't go to the grocery store. Billy Eilish isn't going to the grocery store. And people were, oh, well, I knew how much cereal and shoes, a beach chair, a watch, how much gas costs at 16. I worry for my grandkids' future. Well, do you? And did you? I mean, maybe you did. Maybe you did. I, you know. I was trying to think at 16, did I care? I mean, I know how much a pack of cigarettes was, were, are. I knew, you know, how much a 
twelve pack of beer. And I guess I would know, you know, what gas was, but I never money didn't mean anything. You know, I didn't I just knew if I didn't have enough. But it didn't mean anything. I, I just I don't know. It seems she just is a person who's I mean, holy cow. She apparently bought, wanted to buy a box of cereal and she received 70 boxes of Fruit Loops in some online shopping blunder. And she said, I feel kind of stupid. I don't know how much Fruit Loops are. I tried to order one box of Fruit Loops and I was like, oh yeah, sure, it's $35. I didn't know that that's expensive. All right. I mean, I guess. I, I mean... You got to know, right? I mean, 35 bucks. You got to know a little bit. That's why I'm kind of torn. Because even if you don't really have an idea, don't you think, you know, a box of cereal, 35 bucks? I mean, don't you think that that's a little much? Don't you think? I mean, I, 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 would, I, would, I would hope so. I would hope so. But, you know, now that she's worth millions and has people doing things for her, what does she care? What does she care? She's already worth, I said 50, I apologize, 53 million. And so she's 19, worth 53 million. She wants to pay $35 for a box of Fruit Loops. You let her pay $35 for that box of Fruit Loops, okay, my friend? And zip it. Speaking of zipping it, how long before Putin's little opposition leader, uh, Alexei Navalny, Navalny, uh, he's not going to be around long. I mean, I know that he's got people on his side. I mean, over the weekend, uh, thousands of people took to the streets to support him. And they uh, they arrested a bunch of people. They've been searching his wife's house. They've been searching his friend's house. I mean, yeah, big deal. The U.S. condemned the arrest. Ooh. And, you know, everything's been downplayed by Russia news. Uh, You know, they say that demonstrators are going to take to the streets until he's released. Oh, man. We went to release him, and he fell down, and a bullet ended up in his head. And I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, whew, man, it's, uh, it's over. I mean, they're going to send him to jail anyway for his, that, you know, trumped up embezzlement charges or whatever the heck was going on with him. So if he goes to that prison, you're telling me he's going to survive that? I think not. <laughs> I think not. There's going to be some, uh, accidental falls there too, my friends. It's not going to be pretty. So, do I mean, you think Vladimir is going to let this guy live? I mean, you know, he's already tried to kill him. He tried to poison him, and the guy screwed up. Do you think that guy is still alive? I think not. I think there's an investigation if the press wants to look. See if the guy that admitted he talked to the guy, Navalny talked to the guy that poisoned him uh, when he was in the hospital in Germany and got him to admit it because he was... Uh, Navalny was uh, uh, pretending to be someone else and got the guy to admit it. You think that guy is still alive? (laughs) Uh, No.
Uh, let me answer that for you. No. So just be prepared. Be prepared for a couple of deaths coming in the news. All right, in the near in the near future. I don't know, you know, time period, but you've got you've got Harvey Weinstein, who is unwell, and you've got uh, Alexei Navalny, who is uh, he may not be unwell. Uh, I mean, he may be back to health after his poisoning, and uh, you know, still getting back to normal activities. But he is uh, in the eyes of Vladimir Putin and the heads of uh, the Russian government. That man is on well, too. And his wife, too. They might just disappear. That just might be what happened to him. I don't know. We sent him on a plane to prison, and we don't know what happened. I mean, he should be there. Is he on the list? You mean he didn't enter the prison? We've got to do an investigation. I don't know. They just may disappear. Poof. Poof. Oh, no. What happened to Alexa and his family? Don't know. One day he was here, and the next day he wasn't. <laughs> that might not surprise me either. He just disappears. He's out of the news. What happened? I don't know. He just disappeared. We keep asking questions, and they say, we don't know. Have a nice day. Let's talk about something else. Okay. All right. That's, that could happen too. This is gone. Poof. And I laugh about that being Russia, but uh, we have National Guardsmen military uh, in Washington, D.C. now uh, on the streets. And it is uh, becoming the new normal for, um, you know, the United States of America to have military troops in our capital. Uh, so I don't like that either. So the jokes about Russia, uh, those days, uh, you know, I don't like it either. And it's an amazing thing to me, just as a, I just as a side note, that's <laughs> uh, a little thing, uh, you know, thinking out loud. It's an amazing thing to me that for, the last four years, we've heard nothing about, nothing but, uh, you know, the president is a dictator. He's a ruler on high. And yet, with the new president, we have Russian, we have, no, they may be Russian troops. <laughs> we have uh, American military troops in the capital blocking people or at least keeping people safe on the streets of our capital huh what kind of leaders bring in the military like that because I, I, I i'm confused i'm confused is it the is it the leaders that represent a republic and have freedom or is it the leaders that represent a dictatorship and communism I can't, I, I can't figure it out. I don't know. I just don't know. Ah, ah, whatever. Just give me a box of Fruit Loops and I'll be fine. 